Hello, and welcome to the Bivo Podcast, a podcast for pastors, church planners, ministers, anyone who is doing the work of ministry and working in the marketplace at the same time. This is your time of encouragement. And now, your host, Ade Sabanjo. Hello, hello again. Today we're going to be considering a topic, how do I know that the God-given vision that I'm running with is from God or that I have is from God and not just my ambition. How do I discern and really confirm that this is what God wants me to do with my life and uh, not just what I want to do with my life? And it's a very good question, something that has uh, come up a lot of time as I have pastored uh, churches for the past 10 15 years and uh, so it's been a it's been a question that has recorded over and over and over again and uh, I want I have some thoughts on those on that question and I'm going to share that but before I get into the discussion for the day as usual I want to talk about how we are doing and what's going on and some people may wonder why do you always do that why do you say a few things about how how you are doing and how it's things are going us because I know that sometime many years from now someone is going to be listening to this and they want to know what's going on who's this person and what was happening in their life at that time what was going on I do that whenever I listen to a message or podcast I kind of wonder what's going on with the person where was that how was it and uh, it helps me so i just i just like to throw in one or two things about our lives and uh, yes it was just victoria day um this in canada on uh, on monday there was a holiday and we spent it in kingston ontario uh, with a family friend Pastor uh, Patrick and Cynthia, and we we had we had a great time. the The boys had a great time with their friends. They they're like brother like like cousins because uh, Pastor Patrick is and and Cynthia they're like brothers and sisters to to our family. So we we had a fantastic time there, um, fellowshipping, talking into the night. Um, no, just fellowshipping together. Went to church together. We spoke at the church and had a great time. So. That's what's going on here. Um, yeah, let's get into today's discussion. How do I know that the vision that I have, the vision that I'm about to run with or that I already started running with in my life is from God and not just my ambition? Because, you know, I, I can go, I go to university, I study um, medicine, I want to be a doctor, one of, the, one of the best surgeons in the world or neurosurgeons or whatever. Is that a God-given vision or is it my ambition? Is it just my, my desire? How do I know that? And so let, let's dig into that. Before that, I want to talk about uh, what happened when I when I started preparing for this episode. I, I did the research. I decided to Google that and I saw, um, I, I, I met or stumbled upon the name of a pastor by the name Perry Noble. I didn't know him, but he apparently he is he's, he's a pastor that's well known in some circles in America. He used to be a pastor of a mega church of more than 20,000 people in different campuses. And then 
he he had to be removed from from pastoring because he he had a problem with um with alcohol he, he, he was abusing alcohol and also he had some problems with uh, mental health and so he was using alcohol to to solve his problems and um they had to kick him out so to say and and i listened to him after that and he was talking about that situation and I, it's amazing to see how um a, a vision can can be derailed and and um so that was just interesting i, I just had to tell you about that story. and then of course while i was researching perinoble i also um so of course i knew that before mark mark driscoll who also was a mega church pastor and then he had to step away and the church the churches had to become independent churches because they are different campuses too and so the the discussion today is very very relevant in the sense that even when you get a god-given vision even in a spiritual uh, context it can quickly become a personal ambition and then we can crash the vision and and thank god for these two pastors they they, they have been restored and or and uh, they're back to pastoring but they don't pastor mega churches anymore and you think uh, what happened is is is, is, is the vision changed what was going on i don't know the answer. i don't have all the answers but my 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 attempt today is to just bring up these things and so perinoble said some things about you know discerning god's vision that that are quite interesting um, I found them interesting, and I think that's why his name came up. He had written that um, several, several years ago, long before, more than 10 years before he, he left his pastorate. And, um, and he was talking about one thing that really, that really stood out for me as he, say, as he in, in that short post in, in, on his website, is that when, when you have a God-given vision, you're going to be you're going to be attacked people are going to say no we don't we don't we don't we are doing the wrong thing and blah 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 and it's the truth i believe that when when god calls you to do something the enemy is going to try to stop it so so that that's just what i just wanted to say that to give us an understanding of the the importance of um the the topic that i have today before me i don't think i have the answers all the answers i'm just going to share some of the thoughts and before i get into some of the things that i've put down i want to also define vision again when i talk about vision i'm talking of um, a conviction god shows you uh, gives you a conviction and uh, an idea you you have a glimpse of what god wants to do with your life in his program it, that's what I call vision. I'm not talking about the, the visions um, that you see about a specific situation. I'm talking about live vision, uh, a conviction. It doesn't have to actually play out like you see something, but that you have a glimpse, you have an idea, like a, a concrete conviction about what God wants to do with your life in his program so that's that's the definition of vision that i'm using in 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 these discussions and uh, i want to also read a scripture that i read um, in the last episode about the vision that god gave uh, to paul the apostle now this 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 text is not actually directed at paul he this was the holy spirit speaking to to Ananias, uh, a Christian uh, brother 
in the in in on the way to Damascus when Paul was um, was confronted by the Holy Spirit, and and uh, and and so this what was said to to Ananias. He says, "But the Lord said to him that to him there is an Ananias is in Acts of the Apostles chapter nine verse fifteen. Go, go to Paul. So it says, go." For he, Paul, is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. So the idea of, of vision that we are talking about is that God has a plan for each one of our lives and God wants to reveal that vision to us. God has a plan for each one of our lives and God wants to reveal that vision to us. So here is Paul and he's saying he's a is a is a chosen vessel and he's going to bring bear my name before gentiles before kings and for the children of israel that's that's god's vision that's god's plan that's god's purpose for for paul now the question that we're going to try to answer today is that what if paul doesn't know that and he he wants to know that and he he began he's praying and he's fasting just like we did we, we talked about in last episode he's preparing himself and then he gets this idea that god wants to bring, make him a chosen vessel to bring his to bring the name of the lord before gentiles gentiles kings and children of israel how does he know that it's not him that just wants to be a big pastor a big evangelist you know, or or what if he he doesn't hear that and he just decides, you know what, I want to be um, one of the best um, tent makers in the world. Now, would that be God-given vision? So th- that's what I'm asking. That's what I want to try to answer. Now, I may not, I may not finish it today. I, I think I'll start with um, just the preambles, just the the the, the skeleton. And then maybe in the next episode, I'll talk about uh, the question of what about secular kind of visions and so so if god calls you to do ministry how do you know that the scope of it is the right scope and and the thing that you want to do is for god and then in the next episode we talk about just the secular vision how does that work so here's here are some of the thoughts that i have number one a god-inspired vision will be much bigger than you possibly can accomplish without god's help so, for example, in in this in the story of Paul the apostle, his his vision was to bring the gospel to Gentiles. It was not it was new, uh, bring the the gospel before kings, and uh, of course the children of Israel that, that was normal, but to, but to a large extent, to a, in in a big way, and so. Of course, Paul wouldn't be able to do this without the help of God. And so that's the first step. A God-inspired vision would be much bigger than you possibly, than you can possibly accomplish without the help of God. That's why when someone says, I believe that my God-given vision is to be a, a great father uh, to my children, I, I try to say, no, that's, that's not a vision. That's, that's the norm. Um, a, a good cat can be a good um, parent to the kittens um, and and that 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 won't be a vision for the cat that that's the way the cat was created that's that's not that's nature that's just the norm uh, so that's not what we are talking about it's it's important that apart from that you be a good parent a good dad a good mom to to your children but beyond that is what we're talking about so we're not discounting the fact that it takes a lot of energy a lot of focus to to raise godly kids uh, but beyond that so raising godly kids is not the goal but if you say we're going to raise children of god that will become pastors ministers evangelists and missionaries now, now we're talking 
because it's not norm, it's not just raising the children now it's now teaching them and being examples to them to raise them to raise missionaries you need to show examples of mission even if you don't go to foreign mission you have to do mission in your city so that's that's beyond you now that's what god can do so it has to be that the next thing is it will draw you closer to god and make you more like jesus it will draw you closer to god and make you more like jesus because first thing you must we must realize is that there is a bigger vision that Christ is trying to accomplish on the earth and this thy kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven that the kingdom of God may come upon the earth that's a bigger vision and everything now that he need that we need to do on earth we will tie into that vision and we know that the essence of Jesus coming on the earth was to open our eyes to see the reality of what it means to be children of God and so everything that that's being done to us as Christians in us and with us will always draw us closer to God and make us more like Jesus. And you see that in Ephesians chapter 4 where it says that the, the essence of the church uh, and the gifts, the giftings in the church is to, to, to help us to be built into my church Christians and to, to become fully uh, to the to 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 fully mature to become like Christ, uh, and so that that's that's where that is from. Now the third thing that I have is it will be beyond you. You will need other people who would have to make sacrifice in order for you and them to fulfill the vision. Um, I, I notice that the vision of God, when God gives you a vision, you can't do it alone, because number one, it's not it's not going to be about you. It's going to be about a lot more than you. And so you would need a lot. You need to connect with others. God is God doesn't cre- didn't create us in isolation. And if you look at the, that's the scriptures, the the Christians are, are referred to as the body of Christ. So it's a unit. You can't if you find that whatever God has called you to do, you're doing it alone. Then you're still in the realm of the natural. You're still in the realm of um, the physical. Your ambitions maybe, but but you want to check that. It will draw other people to God and help them become like Jesus. So that's it. You, you, you must be able to see how that plugs into that. You, you shouldn't look for it. It should be very obvious that the, the, what God is calling you to do would accomplish the goal for which Jesus came on the earth. It, it, will be very ob- it should be obvious. If it's not obvious to you, then I would think that it's time to go back to the place of prayer and pray until that vision is so clear to you that this is what is being accomplished, drawing other people to God and helping them to become like Jesus. You will face some serious opposition from people and otherwise, not just people, from demons, from, from governments, from and then you still get support, of course, but you get opposition and support. And so, what you do, you that that's that when they when these oppositions come, you, it doesn't tell you to stop. It just encourages you to go on because you have God that's working with you. You will need to trust God for resources. Pastoring the uh, the Overcomers Assembly for for uh, the, since two thousand and five has helped me to see that. When you when God calls you, He provides. He has always provided from day one till now, and He keeps providing. But we always needed to trust God for resources, both for the church and for our own lives. The vision will will seem to impact you and your family more than anyone else. And I'm an I'm, uh, uh, I have a testimony about that because 
this work as a pastor, uh, as we've been pastoring since 2005, has impacted our family to my own understanding way more than anybody can imagine. We, we've been transformed. We've, we've learned to know God, love God, and walk with God in deeper ways than we can ever ex- explain. So I, I believe that the vision that God gives us would really impact our family way more than we can imagine. Way more, way more. And um, the ne- I have two more points. The next point is you would need God's help always as you work on the vision. You will need God's help. There will never be a time when you think, well, I got it now. I don't really need God. No, you would always need God. Sometimes we forget and we take take it on and we try we start we bring in natural rules and begin to try to run it and i've done that before and you will quickly realize that you stop fulfilling the vision you you start building your own thing and it can crash and that's why i i brought the story of uh, the two pastors that i shared in, at the beginning um they, they they ran the vision of god i believe and at a point they began to run it by themselves and um and the temptation is there for everyone, and if and if you if you catch yourself quickly enough, it will not run to that point, and you can correct it and move on. But many times, once in a while, uh, people do run with it, and they never stop until until God allows them to see it, and it crashes completely. And the last one, you'll become more humble as the work increases. So when, when God gives you a vision and you are running the vision correctly, what happens is that it makes you more humble. It makes you to realize that as much as you are nothing, God continues to choose to use you. You know, I, I saw that a little bit more this weekend, excuse me, like this weekend as we were in the Kingston Church and I just looked and I wondered what 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 did we do to to deserve the the honor and the privilege to to call people to serve Jesus and they are serving him and the the work is going and we whenever we go back there is just a blessing and all the churches every uh, every church that God has called us to plant each time we look and see what God is doing there it, it's just you just wonder how how did he choose me as little as I am with all the challenges all the weaknesses all the confusions and he begins to work and take them out take those fears takes those um, limitations and the weaknesses away and just show himself he'll be heal the people deliver them fill them with the holy spirit and give them passion hunger for him and and it just allows us to be part of the, all that beauty so this is just the beginning of of this discussion. I, I think we we'll, would we'll explore some of it more, uh, some more next week, where we we'll talk about how to, you know, for secular things, how do we check? How do we check? So, um, this is for Bible pastors. So, you must be if you're uh, ministers. I want to pray that as you go to this week, Father, let your your vision become clearer, clearer, and clearer to us and give us that grace and the strength to to trust you and allow you to run your own program in jesus name i pray amen thank you for listening again i i look forward to talking with you in the next episode bye for now you've been 
listening to the Bible Podcast with Ade Sabanjo. Please head over to adesobanjo.com to join the conversation and access all of the resources shared on the podcast. You can also record your questions by using the red button on the right-hand side of the page. If this is your first episode of the Bible Podcast, take the time to listen to the earlier episodes where Ade talks about his amazing recovery from stroke and the lessons he learned. These lessons have revolutionized Ade's life, and they will make your life so much more fruitful too. Till the next episode, keep spreading the love of Jesus everywhere.